It's time for Spotlight now on KRWC. Jake Leiter here filling in for Tim Matthews today. And on the phone, we have District 877 Superintendent Dr. Scott Thielman. Scott, how are you today? Great, Jake. Good to be with you. All right, Tim. We're glad to have you here on the program today. And uh, we're going to find out uh, what's going on in uh, District 877. Um, just a couple of updates and let uh, your listeners and our community know um, what's happening with the uh, Buffalo Hanover Montreux School District. Um, right now, we're uh, kids. Uh, this is our first day back. We extended the break one day. Um, um, as uh, teachers were preparing for students to come back, um, we have issue with uh, the number of substitutes. It's no different than any other school district in the state of Minnesota, but teachers are covering for each other in the classrooms, and um, we gave them extra prep time and ready for kids uh, as they return today. Um, we sent that notification out, obviously, last month to let parents know uh, about that. Um, so kids are returning today. Um, we're monitoring, as always, the number of uh, COVID cases in our community and how they affect our, our school district. Um, right now, the cases, uh, reported cases, are, are um, of student age um, uh, uh, children, uh, but they were not in the school district while infectious and uh, when they contracted COVID. So um, it, it, they're out of school, but it, it doesn't impact our, our dashboard as they were not um, in school at that time. We are seeing um, staff um, um, reporting some more uh, staff uh, that are out and in need of substitutes uh, as they um, contracted it over the break. Um, and all of that is found, we post all those numbers every Thursday on our district website. So you can see the percent of positive cases in students and staff, and uh, we're hoping we're hitting the spike of this, and, and, um, and we'll see um, lower numbers uh, as we move forward. Um, on that same vein of, of COVID, um, all employers um, with 100 or more employees are navigating the OSHA emergency um, uh, temporary standards uh, requiring that all staff um, be vaccinated or if they're not, they begin to wear masks. Um, and in February, we'll have to um, uh, show um, proof of testing and being negative so uh, uh, for COVID. So we're navigating that. We know that the, um, um, the circuit court out of Louisiana put a stay on the order um, that was issued in November and uh, to be implemented in December. Um, and then the Sixth Circuit out of Ohio heard the appeal and they um, withdrew the the stay, and so the OSHA um, uh, emergency temporary standards are now in place again. Um, and then we heard right before uh, Christmas that um, it was appealed that decision from the 
Sixth Circuit was appealed to the U.S. Um, United States Supreme Court. They're going to hear that case on Friday, um, the seventh. So we'll we'll see what happens there if the Supreme Court is going to allow um, the the ETS uh, to remain in place while they deliberate, or if they will stay the um, the OSHA uh, emergency temporary standard. And in that case, then um, uh, staff would have a reprieve from from that standard, and any of the employers with a hundred and more uh, employees. And um, just as a reminder to your listeners and our community, um, we have approximately 750 employees. Um, with the new OSHA standards, it will be. Um, very difficult as uh, we navigate this process because um, anybody that receives a, a paycheck from the school district um, is considered an employee. So someone who manages the clock at a basketball game or is a scorekeeper at the basketball game um, are considered employees because um, they, get, they have a paycheck. Uh, anybody that takes tickets at a game uh, is, is an employee. So there's a lot of moving parts. Uh, we have 750 employees, but then when you add on um, event um, uh, employees, people that help out with events, um, that number will reach uh, a thousand or more. And um, it goes even to referees who come in for to referee games. Um, so it, it's a lot to navigate in a in a school district, um, in and I'm sure in other businesses that uh, may have something uh, where they have temporary employees or people coming in on a daily basis. So um, that is what um, on my end. That's some of the things that I'm dealing here um, um, and in our uh, human resources department as we navigate. Uh, this this OSHA requirement, but that's that's one of those those pieces that um, you don't plan for, but uh, come up and you have to um, you have to navigate that and make sure that you're complying with all the the state and federal um, mandates. So those are a couple of topics that um, I just wanted to highlight or let people know um, that we're dealing with. Um, on the brighter side, it was great news um, to hear that Minnesota is experiencing a budget surplus, uh, $7.7 billion surplus, and um, that's, that's great for the state. Um, obviously, school districts are, are um, um, looking to navigate um, the uh, declining enrollment that many districts are experiencing through this pandemic. And um, Buffalo Hanover Montrose School District is not um, unique. And we, as I shared last month, uh, do have fewer students, about 140 fewer students that we're projecting for next year. Um, and it probably um, is right in line with the uh, as we're seeing from this pandemic, birth rates have um, 
have uh, fallen flat in Minnesota and in in the U.S. So um, we're we're working through that process. Uh, budget assumptions um, will be um, adopted by the school board um, either at the end of this month in January or at the latest in February because that begins the staffing process as we um, look to the 22-23 school year. So a lot of moving parts uh, happening right now um, behind the scenes as we um, look on the business side of, of the school district, uh, which you know helps us uh, determine what class sizes are going to be. Right now, we're in we're in a great place um, for our school district. I know that um, some school districts in the area, uh, Delano, Monticello, and St. Michael Albertville, um, all um, had an operating referendum that failed, and I know that that um, will mean that. They'll have budget reductions there also, and class sizes will be impacted. So um, school districts are navigating that. We're hoping that we'll get some relief, and um, and the budget surplus at $7.7 billion, a record-setting surplus, um, might uh, help Minnesota schools in that process. So we're looking forward to that. Um, as I said, our students um, returned uh, today. In, in full force, and we're excited about that. Um, and uh, we're happy to have our, our kids ready to go, and, and we've had activities uh, continue at the, at the varsity level um, throughout uh, the break. We've had a few of um, competitions, and we're excited um, um, for kids to be back in our buildings and the hum of... Um, of students and um, and and having a, a, an outstanding experience. Um, a couple of things coming up here um, in uh, next week Monday is our uh, school board workshop meeting, um, and that will be held at Buffalo Community Middle School. Um, just as um, a reminder to your listeners and our community, the school district holds a workshop, which no action is taken at a workshop. It's uh, reports. Um, and that is on the second Monday of the month. And then the fourth Monday of the month is the regularly scheduled school board meeting, which um, occurs here at the Discovery Center boardroom. And those are held at, at 7 p.m. The workshop meetings are held at 4.30 p.m. And they um, they rotate between all of our school sites. So um, this month, as I said, we'll be at uh, Buffalo Community Middle School. Next month, um, we'll be at Tatanka Elementary STEM School and so forth. And it, all of that information can be found on our website and our calendar that we sent out to all of our residents in um, in Buffalo, Hanover, Montrose. So we are um, um, looking forward to the January 10th meeting because we do, um, as required by law, uh, the school board will have a special meeting, and it won't be a long meeting, but it is a meeting that determines uh, the officers. So um, the first meeting of the month of January um, requires the um, determination of officers in um, 
for our district. It's a chair, vice chair, treasurer, and uh, secretary position, and then the acting secretary treasurer position. So um, those um, those officer uh, positions will be determined on January 10th at that special meeting um, right before the uh, the workshop meeting, our workshop. And uh, then the board will also um, determine committee assignments. Um, we have representation in other um, organizations that we're members of and require uh, official board membership. So uh, like the Wright Technical Center, um, we have a board representative as a, as a voting member of that, um, of that organization. So those will take place on January 10th. Um, I encourage our community and your listeners to um, take a look at our calendar. We have um, many different things going on. Uh, just as a matter of reference, this evening um, we have um, boys and girls basketball games. Um, the varsity girls game is here at home tonight. And... Um, they are playing uh, Osseo. They're competing against Osseo. And um, the boys' varsity basketball team is competing in Rogers, and it's an away game at Rogers High School. Um, but all of these can be found on our website at uh, www.bhmschools.org. And um, we have the full full schedule of um, activities that people can, um, that can uh, be reviewed, our, our dance team, our hockey teams, our basketball teams, our gymnastics, um, all of those uh, competitions um, and the schedule can be seen on our website. Um, for the month of January, um, just as a reminder, the, um, there will be no school on January 17th, as we observe Martin Luther King uh, Jr. Day. And then um, the end of the semester, uh, end of first semester is um, on uh, January 27th. And that um, the next day on Friday, January 28th, there is no school. It's the end of the second term, and it's a teacher workshop day as they prepare all of those grades uh, for our students at the end of the first semester. So the year is really um, flying by, Jake, um, and uh, we're, we're having a, a very successful year, and we're excited about, um, about uh, what uh, uh, January is going to bring us. Well, very excited to hear that things are going well there. And uh, once again, I want to remind everyone we are talking with District 877 Superintendent Dr. Scott Thielman on today's Spotlight on KRWC. And to remind us again, the website people should check out if they would like to uh, get more information. Uh, Buffalo Hanover Macho's uh, School District's website is um, www bhm schools and there's an s at the at the end of it so bhm schools all one word dot org and all of that information you can see anything related to covid you can see our calendars and um, all the high school sports the middle school sports you can see um, 
the the weekly calendar of uh, PTO meetings or um, grade level meetings. If there's uh, an activity meeting, um, everything is listed out there and can find all of that information, as well as our community education. Um, uh, anyone that is interested in courses or classes, um, they can sign up online and see the whole catalog right there on our on our website. All right, very good. We want to thank you for being on uh, today's program, and we look forward to uh, talking with you again next month. Thank you, Jake. I appreciate it. All right, not a problem. All right, and that'll wrap it up for today's Spotlight right here on KRWC.